this whole thing with the Speedy Trial Act, you, you know, had a situation earlier this week. Guy was supposed to go on trial. He's been held on a cash bail that he can't meet. His trial has been delayed and delayed and delayed. The district attorney's office says we're, we're not ready to go with this because we've got key witnesses who won't cooperate. And the Milwaukee Circuit Court judge says, under the statute, I have no choice but to let this guy out on a signature bond. Now, it's a ridiculous bond under this circumstance, but it, it's what happens when in a situation like this, and I'm not faulting the district attorney's office, you get key witnesses who will not cooperate, and, and so they're just simply not ready to go to trial. The, wor- the only worse thing than letting the guy out on a stupid low bond would be going to trial and having somebody who you believe or know in your heart of hearts is guilty as you know what, but but you can't get a conviction because witnesses won't cooperate. We're joined right now by Milwaukee County Circuit Judge David Borowski. Judge, good afternoon. Afternoon, Jeff. How are you? I am well, thank you. You want to talk a little bit about the Speedy Trial Act? Sure. I'd like to give you and your listeners some perspective. Uh, as you know, of course, as a former prosecutor, um, defendants on any criminal case have a, a constitutional right to a fast, speedy public trial. And in Wisconsin, there's the speedy trial statute that requires in misdemeanors, if someone's held a trial within 60 days, and in felonies, a trial within 90 days of when the demand is made. I'm not commenting on this case specifically, but there's two problems that occur with the scenario that you've just discussed. The first one is nowadays, it's certainly not realistic for the most part in most major felonies, homicides, shooting cases for the DA's office in Milwaukee or anywhere else to be ready for a trial that oftentimes involves hundreds of exhibits, dozens of witnesses, DNA, forensics to be ready in 90 days. Mm-hmm. That's just not realistic. That needs to be, in my view, changed by the legislature. It probably needs to be more in the range of 120 days to even six months on serious felonies. Again, class A, B, and C felonies, for example. It needs to be changed. It needs to be addressed by the legislature mm-hmm. and the governor. The second part is, as I heard you describe the situation, before you got to the punchline, I knew... Mm-hmm from my experience, that the problem was going to be lack of witness cooperation. Right. So in this case, and on similar cases, you're right. You can't hold the DA's office responsible for that. But it really boils down to one of the things that bothers me as a, as a resident and as an elected official, and we have a homicide rate that three years in a row has exceeded 200 people. And you see, of course, as do I, repeatedly on the news, people asking themselves and crying out and demanding, we need to change this. We need to make a difference. This can't go on. Why does this go on year after year after year? Well, this is a real-world example of what can be done to help reduce the homicide rate, reduce the criminality or rate of crime in Milwaukee and in Milwaukee County. Right. People that are witnesses need to cooperate. The DA's office in Milwaukee, for sure, in my experience, has great difficulty getting people to just come to court and see and tell a jury what they saw. Right. Right. And as we as I was discussing earlier, the, the only worse thing than, again, speaking in generalities, than releasing somebody who shouldn't be out on the street because they're a flight risk or they're a danger or whatever, releasing them on a low bail is going to trial knowing or feeling strongly that you're not going to be able to get a conviction beyond a reasonable doubt because witnesses aren't cooperating because then there's no accountability at all. 
Right, exactly. And in cases like the one you discussed, and in general, judges like myself or Judge Hanrahan and others don't have any discretion. And you know, and your listeners right. should know, that judges have lots of discretion in lots of areas. But when a statute says shall, we our discretion's been taken away. And the legislature has decided that if a defendant makes a speedy trial demand, if it got their 90 days, it's noted by the court. If the DA's office is not mm-hmm. ready, barring almost any unforeseen circumstance, we have to, as a judge, follow the statute and release that person. Now, Judge, my guess so that, is, let me stop. my guess is also that defense attorneys are wise to that. So my my guess is, and I'm, I'm not in the Milwaukee County Circuit Court System, you know, every day, but my guess is more and more defense attorneys, they might not even be ready to go to trial for 60 or 90 days, but they're making these demands because it starts the clock ticking, and if the DA's office can't accommodate it, it gets the clients out on bail. Right, that's true, I think. And, and I think a lot of defense attorneys, if you ask them, certainly off the record, and some would even say on the record, they can't realistically be prepared for a sure. major case Again, with one that involves DNA, forensic evidence, 100-plus exhibits, they can't realistically manage a caseload of 50, 75, maybe 120 cases and be ready in 90 days themselves. So sometimes they make the speedy trial demand, obviously should be with their client's consent no matter what, but they make it on behalf of the client. Sometimes they make it more of their own volition advising the client, but it's a problem for the courts that needs to be addressed. Uh, Judge Borowski, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I, I appreciate the perspective. And yet, the, the, now people would say, well, criminal trials don't always go to trial in 90 days. There there are certain provisions. There's, there, there's certain findings a judge can make that will allow you to temporarily suspend that, you know, time that could be otherwise excluded. But at a certain point, um, the Speedy Trial Act is the Speedy Trial Act. And, and I think the judge makes a very good point that maybe the legislature lo- needs to look at extending this. But but the bottom line is this would not have been a problem in this particular case were it not for the fact that people were not willing to cooperate. And if they're not willing to cooperate, what it sounds like is going to happen is somebody who has done some very, very dangerous bad things may in fact be back out on the street to do more bad things. And that's not good for anybody.